0: internet uses during times of congestion.
2: The Parkinson Spiegel show. It's the tag Tag team champions Champions of the world. Parkinson Spiegel afternoons on the score. If you're not down
3: with that, we got
2: two words for you. It's a guy wings.
3: So Caleb Williams, he's the story of the combine. Dan Wiederer had a 12 part piece from the combine on the uh, Intel gathering that he was doing, quotes some anonymous, some on the record. The ones on the record were more from, you know, the Daniel Jeremiah's and Matt Miller's of the world, but then NFL people spoke with the uh, condition of anonymity to speak a little bit more candidly. Um, what, uh, what did you think?
2: Oh, I, I thought it was really good and really thorough uh, by Dan. There's a lot of stuff in the back half of it about, Caleb Williams' emotional maturity that yep. they want to check into as part of the vetting process, and I thought that was really interesting. You know, uh, and, and so the, there's, there's details in there and, and concerns in there, and that's the kind of stuff that we've talked about that they have to make sure of and know. But I thought the stuff of the first, the first half in terms of like the things that you get excited about are, are really interesting. We talked about like him as a pure thrower. I thought the thing about the quick game because I've been fascinated by that. We've talked about it as Justin Fields hitting his layups or when Tyson Bagent had his moments, you know, we're like, man, look at all the quick game stuff that they're doing. And it's obviously it's less flashy than the deep balls. It's less flashy than the improv. But you have to do it because sometimes you need it. Remember when Justin Herbert used the quick game against the Bears on a Sunday night. So the stuff about how Caleb is great at the quick game, you know, um, the quick twitch reaction and how that stuff frequently prevented fields from avoiding sacks or maneuvering into better throwing lanes. The slow developing mechanics of fields draw and delivery also seemed to restrict the quick passing attack. I hadn't seen it written like that. Sure. But that makes all the sense in the world to me. Me too.
3: Uh, I thought that all the football stuff checked out really well. I thought, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good piece. Um, I didn't think that there was a ton new in there that we haven't talked about. We've been talking about the guy for for so damn long, right? And we've got more time to come. Um some of the things about like how influential is his dad? Why doesn't he have an agent? Is he going to take endorsement deals year 1? Cuz Mahomes famously took no endorsement deals as a rookie, but that's a different situation. He was the backup. You know, so that I don't think Mahomes would have passed on every endorsement dollar that comes with being a starting quarterback in the NFL in a first round pick if he was starting. He chose that consciously with his agent Lee Steinberg because he didn't feel like he deserved to get more endorsements than Alex Smith, who he had a ton of respect for and was being very healthy. Uh-huh. So it's some of the things that he is gonna that they're asking, I'm not saying that they're not fair questions. They of course are, but I think that we're gonna we as fans, we as media and Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and Shane Waldron as coaches and executives they're going to have to adjust like he doesn't have an agent but he has a publicist, he's got a public a publicity team and he's got a lawyer who negotiated his brand deals. You know, and the rookie contract is what it is. Is what it is. And so like why give an NFL agent 2% or 3% if it's just is what it is. So he's going to be a little different because the era is a little different and he's different as a prospect. And Carl Williams hasn't been a distraction or an issue in a long, long time. So I I think, and like you saw that Pete Thamel piece, he came across perfectly. My guess is he's going to come across perfectly tomorrow because he's been preparing for this job interview his entire life. So I think there's going to just be some Differences, but I don't think that they're going to necessarily be viewed as negatives once they actually vet it.
2: Yeah, I, I get, what, I get what you're saying, and, and I, it's, in, it could be an interesting moment though because. You know, when when the tides of something kind of shift or evolve like this, like, well, this guy's been an NIL, he's been making money, so and he'll be the starter, and you got to assume he would take some endorsements. Some of that stuff is true in theory before it's true in practice. You know what I mean? So we don't know how a locker room is going to react to that. Mahomes assuming through Lee Steinberg that not having an endorsement would play well in the locker room ended up being true, you know? And he was a different situation. But because he's a starter and because the times have shifted a little bit here, even just in five years, doesn't necessarily mean – some of his choices are going to play well in the locker room. We don't know. I mean, You don't know, and you'll just have to have a coach and a staff and hopefully a player who is attuned to that kind of stuff because it does matter yeah. that 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 teammates respond well to you and respect you as a leader in that spot. So it, it, there's going to be stuff to adjust to no matter what.
3: Yeah, Texas says, Why isn't Caleb Williams' refusal to participate at the Combine a red flag? This is a sign of other poor decisions to come he's going to do medicals for any team that is considering drafting him. Mm-hmm. You know, he so, like, Drake May is not participating at the Combine. Jaden Daniels isn't participating. Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't participating at the Combine. And,
2: and I thought Tom Pellicero made a great point in Grody's hit that the number one pick in the NBA does not go through their version of the Combine and do all that stuff when they know they're going to be the number one pick. They, yeah. they don't. And that is a much more empowered athlete the NBA entrant as opposed to the NFL entrant, but this is one of those things that's like the times are changing. Times are changing a little bit, so Caleb Williams doesn't have to do that, and that's just whoever it was going to be would probably be doing it that way.
3: Uh, So it'll be interesting to hear how he talks tomorrow. It'll be interesting to hear what the line of questioning is. Does he get asked about crying in the stands? Did he get asked about the fingernails? It'll be be interesting to see how he handles it because he's become in the zeitgeist almost. Um, He's become very polarizing in a lot of circles, so it'll be interesting to see. How that goes and you'll have the full report with Grody tomorrow at five o'clock. You remember the Chiefs a story?
2: I do. This is the Chief Superfan who dressed up like crazy, who ended up financing it uh all his travel by robbing banks.
3: Correct. Um he robbed a lot of banks. What about them? Exactly. <laughs> he he ro- he robbed them, and uh, he made big bets. At what other- about banks? He uh, he uh, made big bag, uh, bets at casinos with his stolen money. He cut off his ankle monitor when he got arrested. He ran. He's facing up to fifty years in federal prison. Uh, Tough he's, times. He's been he's been caught. Caught. So he he finally, a twenty nine year old kid. Uh, he pled guilty to money laundering and taking stolen property and 11 bank and credit union robberies, attempted robberies, all sorts of of things. And one of the things in this country is you are afforded the right to an attorney. You're afforded uh, a right to defense. And so... (laughs) Chief's holic He's got a public defender. Well, he's got an attorney. I don't know if he's a public defender. Okay, or, but he, but he's got a, he's got a lawyer.
2: People defend the guilty all the time in got, this country.
3: Got to right, and it's it's a job and it's a public service. And Chief's holics lawyer is a guy named Matthew Merriman, and he stood on those court steps. After his 29-year-old Chiefs-aholic, Chiefs fan client, okay. pled guilty to robbing all these banks. He's only
2: 29? Yeah, Chiefs-aholic is 29 he, years old. I would have guessed 45. Yeah, I pictured him being like a bear man, like, it, like the guy at the Bears games that dresses up like a bear.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. If he gets 50 years... <laughs> Thanks he for could whiteboarding serve bear man. 50 years. I do appreciate wow. the maturity of him acknowledging that he is a Chiefsaholic. It's very young to admit <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. sort of thing. The first step. Yeah. 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 So maybe there is hope. Well, so, so you guys tell me uh, if you're confident in Chiefsaholic's chances to win his case with Matthew Merriman defending him.
1: From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing. And Xavier's pocket was collapsing. Oh no. Oh, keep going. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant. Shut up. And admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. (laughs) And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case. But Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless.
3: Yo, he's going under the jail.
2: If that's your lawyer, you need to fire him immediately. Oh, man. I think Matthew Merriman might be trying to make it about him. What do you guys think? Tanny, that was an audition monologue for a high school musical, right? That wasn't a real lawyer. This was not from an episode of Nathan for You. No? Okay. All right. It seemed like it might have been someone auditioning for a play. That sounded like a bad talk show host making football puns.
1: He paid and I them. From the should get this case folks <laughs> The government has been blitzing. Oh, oh. Is this right Boris? away. Boris? You know yeah. Is that <laughs> Scott
2: Boris? <laughs> you know you got troubles this is immediately. <laughs> Chief Zalik, I know I'm s i am I know you're very sad about going to prison, but hang on a second. I got a tight five I gotta do on the front steps of the courthouse. This is not Alan Williams attorney. No. I'll tell you that right now. No. That guy does not different guy. have a hearing to go to at 445. He's got all the time you need. Matthew Merriman. I told your producer I've got to run into a another hearing, so thank you very much. That, that happened at like four forty-seven, yeah. by the way. You don't a four
1: forty-seven hearing.
2: Another hearing, as if we were the hearing that he was doing at
1: that moment. At the beginning of this case, uh, folks. Uh the government has been blitzing. uh
2: well, Oh. And, and free agency is like a I don't know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a turkey. No, one hasn't. No, it isn't, Scott! Ch- Chief is screwed, man. Just take your L and go home, <laughs> Boris. Poor guy. Get He's off screwed. the podium
3: or the dais. I don't
2: care.
3: Just, what just it is. go in front of the judge, say, I want to defend myself. My lawyer's an idiot. I made <laughs> mistakes. Give me 35 years. I'll sign right now. Today, but-
2: today, Chief <laughs> realized it's fourth and 16. <laughs> There's a long way to go. He won a little bit, right? Like, he made his way out with, like, 800 grand, mm. and he's got to pay, like, 520 grand in restitutions. Oh, so the rest so of it he, goes to Matthew Merriman. $280,000 when he gets out? Yeah, he's
1: in
3: big trouble. He made some money. Uh, he made a little money. Good for him. Uh, yeah.
2: The jury was playing a cover two, <laughs> and, and it was difficult to beat the press coverage of the Prosecutor. We Wait. wish Chris Conti was the free safety <laughs> in that Tampa 2 defense.
3: Uh, Texas like, 50 years, murderers sometimes. Like, yeah, it's, it depends on if the judge uh, rules to run his sentences consecutively or concurrently. So <laughs> I guess with that lawyer, he's absolutely screwed. Bob and Arlington Knights, I
2: suspect that more than just one knee is going to hit the ground <laughs> yeah. once he gets locked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: Yeah. That's uh, not great. Oh, Bob. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, uh, yeah, he doesn't deserve that. No matter how many banks he robbed. I, well, uh, so that unless is, he's into it. Uh, that is that is no kink shaming. That is There's
2: no kink shaming on this show. That
3: is uh, that is the lawyer of Chief holic Matthew Merriman. Merriman,
2: he's very merry. <laughs> Go
3: with the public defender. It's Park, Parkinson's Speak on the score.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix